This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Emails that could send Lori Lachlan to prison revealed. We've got 484 pages of new evidence in the college scam scandal. Then, did Harry just post a hidden message about Megxit? There is a lot of private anguish. Plus, remember that super hyped Friends reunion? Why it's now in danger of never happening. Oh, God. Then, Super Bowl news, behind the scenes with Blake Lively, and Matthew McConaughey's real-life role as a matchmaker. You. Yeah. <laughs> it's E.T. from Disneyland, getting a sneak peek at the new Star Wars attraction before anyone else. I don't understand you, what? We're joining the Resistance? We gotta go! Prince, Prince Harry. Harry makes his first royal appearance. Could it be his last? Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Can I start this show? Absolutely, it's your show. Go okay, ahead. but what he said is right. We want to know the answers to that question today. We're going to get to that. Yes. Welcome, everybody, to Disneyland's Royal Palace Sleeping Beauty Castle. With our special <laughs> guest, Prince, and emergent star, Donald Faison. Faison, that's me. <laughs> and we have a special date to try out Disney's new Star Wars attraction. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready, yes. Okay. Donald is ready, guys, but let's start with Lori Loughlin's Wild Ride because it just took a crazy new turn. E.T. has obtained the 484-page court filing just submitted by federal prosecutors in its case against Lori and her fashion designer husband, Massimo Giannulli. Inside, emails, copies of checks, and wiretapped phone conversations. In one alleged email, Exhibit K, Massimo jokes about his daughter's college admission, quote, good news, my daughter is in SC. Bad is, I had to work the system. As a defense attorney, that could mean he had to speak to a director. He had to go donate X amount of dollars, which is legal. But the prosecution's going to take them and say, hey, he knew what he was doing was a scam. 
As for that alleged plot to get their daughters in as crew recruits, in another alleged email, the scheme's mastermind, Rick Singer, asked Massimo for a photo of one of the daughters on a rowing machine and, quote, in workout clothes, like a real athlete, too. When you see Rick Singer say, hey, show me pictures of her as a real athlete, show me her working out, that seems very damning, and I don't know how they're going to do that legal gymnastics to get out of that. The most damning information that I'm seeing from these released documents would be the email correspondence where Massimo is being enticed to do this le the legitimate way. And he says, don't worry about it, I'm all squared off. Massimo then allegedly joked to his wife Lori in an email, it was, quote, the nicest I've been at blowing off somebody. Other revelations? A high school counselor tried to raise a red flag to USC, telling the university she didn't, quote, think either of the students are serious crew participants. A USC athletics official who's been charged in the scandal pushed back, replying that one of the daughters, quote, has talent. Massimo and Lori, who was spotted out last week running errands in L.A., have pled not guilty to the charges. According to this phone transcript, when Singer learned he was being audited, he appears to call Lori to make sure their stories match. Lori is quoted by the feds as saying, so we just have to say we made a donation to your foundation and that's it? End of story? Singer allegedly replied, that is correct. Moving on to the royal crisis, did Prince Harry post a hidden message about Megxit to his Instagram? In this video, Harry used the song, This is the One, which later has lyrics including, I'd like to leave the country and burn the town where I was born. I'm told by friends who still speak to Harry um, that privately, this is really taking its toll on him. He is heartbroken that the rift between him and his brother hasn't been um, something that they can get over. He's saddened by what has happened within the royal family and sad really to be having to make this choice to step down from the royal family. He feels torn and I think behind that smile and away from the cameras that there, there is a lot of private anguish. At a rugby event today, Harry was stone-faced, but also sometimes laughing and making jokes, putting on a brave face, but extremely tight-lipped when asked about the drama. Harry, how are the discussions going in the future? Harry ignored that question, but according to someone who was opposite him, apparently he laughed out loud at that point, so he hasn't entirely lost his sense of humor. Only a limited amount of press was invited to attend the event. Well, this could be uh, Prince Harry's last engagement at Buckingham Palace as a senior member of the royal family. While no announcement has been made about their future roles, Harry won't reunite with Meghan and Archie until after he holds meetings in the UK next week. This has been quite a long period of time that he's spent away from his family. I think certainly since Archie was born, the longest time that he and Meghan have been apart will be coming up to 10 days. So I would imagine that once these meetings are out the way, he's going to be desperate to get on that plane for Vancouver. Meanwhile, Meghan made another surprise appearance in Canada. Here she is visiting the organization Justice for Girls. We all grabbed a cup of tea and sat down for about an hour and a half. The Duchess was extremely kind and gracious and she put all of us at ease. Tuesday's visit was Meghan's second of the day. She also dropped by a woman's center. Could she be sending a message? This is very much a signal. I'm back at work and this is the sort of work we're going to be doing from now on. As for William and Kate's future, could we see a baby number four? A royal fan asked, and Kate replied, I don't think William wants any more. 
I mean, listen, they're already a party of five. They're good, right? It's good. Exactly. And we're a party of four with the king and queen of Disney. Yes, because indeed. where do people go after they win the Super Bowl? They go to Disneyland yes. or Disney World, whichever one. Ears on, and Demi Lovato just broke the news that she will be on the field before the big game even begins. It's Demi's supersized comeback in just 17 days. She'll sing the national anthem in Miami. Can you see? The 27-year-old has nailed the song before, but this would be her first major live performance since suffering a near-fatal overdose at home in 2018. So could this be too much too soon? It's time for me to take it. Just seven days before the big game, Demi is also performing at the Grammys. The busy singer's also been teasing new music and guest starring on Will and Grace. Look, it's no big deal. It's a quick turnaround from 14 months ago when she finished her stint in rehab. I'm not sober anymore. Sometimes I'll still struggle with past behaviors kind of and cravings creeping in. Adding to the pressure, Demi's had to overcome a lot recently. Just last month, a breakup. In October, she lost a friend to addiction, and just over a year ago, she defended rumors of another relapse, tweeting, I am sober and grateful to be alive. Aren't you busy enough, lady? Well, you know, it's important that you make time for the things that are very important to you and, you know, make a change. Demi's since been on a spiritual journey and told us revealing her struggles is about helping others, which she can now do on the world's biggest stage. I do kind of like sit there and think, wow, I'm so glad that I got sober and I'm able to help people. Now to an update on the potential Friends reunion being developed by the upcoming streaming platform, HBO Max. Oh, this is so exciting. Yeah, well, we're now calling this episode the one that may never happen. It's not like it sounds. It's exactly like it sounds. HBO gave a less than promising update at yesterday's TCA panel. Take a listen. Today, unfortunately, it's still a, a they can't seem to quite get that interest sort of all aligned to, to, to kind of push the button on it. There are reportedly two issues at hand, how much money the cast wants and the direction in which the unscripted reunion was going. It still feels kind of relevant. You know, this show's still really popular with the streaming services and things. According to our source, the cast had been cautious about a reunion from the very start, and they quote, don't want to do the show and its fans a disservice. We always are trying to think of something to do. You know, we just have to figure out what the right thing is. But we will. All right, so Donald, I know you are a true Disney fanatic. You I also am. provide a voice on Star Wars Resistance, which I is do. streaming now on Disney+. Plus. So how thrilled were you to be one of the first to ride the new Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride? It's already open in Disney World, but opens tomorrow here at Disneyland. I'll just say this. It's always great when you're first. <laughs> Yeah, Rise of the Resistance had me feeling all sorts of ways. Childlike wonder. Whoa! Misplaced anger. No! No! But mostly pure white knuckle fun. <laughs> yeah, I might have cried at the end, but I'd do it again. And luckily I had this adorable little guy to give me a pick-me-up. Hey, thank you. You're doing so good. We're in trouble? We're, we gotta go. Disney's also unveiling an all-new parade next month called Magic Happens. My fave, this Moana float. Wonder if that guy will sound like The Rock.
It's also got an original song by Taylor Swift's bestie, Todrick Hall. I learned how to dance from watching the Disney parades. So the fact that I'm getting to create the music that these iconic Disney characters are going to be performing to is kind of the most epic thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Avengers! Assemble. And this summer, we're hoping RDJ, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Evans will all be at the opening of the Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure. You'll be able to meet all your favorite Marvel superheroes and even sling webs like Spider-Man on an all-new ride. I love the Avengers, and I love to go on rides. Okay, well, let's go back on the ride. But you need some noise-canceling earphones if you're going to sit next to me, though, unfortunately. Sorry. You're going to be in a different cart, then. We're not going to share the same cart. I guess so. Well, meanwhile, Blake Lively's screaming mad in her new thriller. Scary, sexy, unrecognizable. Only we're behind the scenes of Blake's dramatic movie transformation. Then... Is that a drink? We're sipping and spilling with the competitive cast of The Gentleman. Most chivalrous. Me. Well, me, it's debatable. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. or not, that Little Mermaid in the making is Blake Lively. Now, she has never been bashful about how much Disney makes her happy, not grumpy, and we know who her Prince Charming is. Blake even told these princesses she was willing to be their beast. Well, Blake definitely goes into beast mode in her new thriller. She is bent on revenge in the rhythm section, and only E.T. can take you behind the scenes. In this film, my character Stephanie lost her family in a plane crash. She falls into drugs to cope with the pain. If it wasn't an accident, there was a bomb on that plane. She goes on a mission to find out who did it and why and try to avenge her family. That's really what changes her. 32-year-old Blake used three different wigs to transform herself into a revenge-seeking hot mess. What about it? There's this short, scruffy, dirty blonde do, a brunette pixie cut, and these long red retro locks. Yeah, Blake does some of her own stunts, and production was halted for a month back in 2017 when she injured her hand on set and had to get surgery. You don't have a clue about the scale of the mess you've caused. Jude Law and Sterling K. Brown co-star in the gritty action thriller. That's Blake and a shirtless Sterling sharing a steamy scene. You're much more human than I thought you'd be. Then it's a good disguise. Please don't. This interview with Blake was shot after she and Ryan Reynolds welcomed baby number three last August. And when it comes to balancing home life and work life, they have one rule. We keep our family together. We don't ever work at the same time. It's really important for us to have that support system. Nothing would be worth being away from my family. Love that. All right, from a lethal lady to some gentle men. Talk to me. I can hook you up. McConaughey, Hunnam, Grant, and Golding. Secrets behind their sexy new movie. It was red hot. Then Love Life expert Matthew Hussey's got Thursday tips to keep your romance alive. The real secrets to keeping the fire in your relationship. And Love Life confessions from Charlize, revealing her date that ended in disaster. What? I've never forgotten it. 
All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Just one look at the Gentleman movie poster is enough to get folks into the theater. And here in New York, I got to sit down with the all-star cast, including Matthew McConaughey and Hugh Grant, who may have just orchestrated the most epic setup ever. Matthew, you recently mentioned in an interview with Hugh that y'all thought you should play matchmaker to your parents. His father's 91, my mother's 88. Yeah, why, why not? Your dad, his mom. Yeah, we did set them up and uh, it was red hot. Yeah, brilliant. Next week, they're supposed to meet. No and way. we probably won't see him for the rest of the night. Oh, <laughs> this could be your new empire. What's that? Matchmaking? Yeah. <laughs> After the over 85? I am not for sale. For now, the Oscar winner has found his perfect match on screen with his epic ensemble of The Gentleman. There's only one rule in this jungle. When the lion's hungry, he eats. Matthew plays a marijuana kingpin in London, looking to sell his empire. The film co-stars Michelle Dockery, Henry Golding, Charlie Hunnam, and a barely recognizable Hugh Grant. I would love to do a gentleman speed round. I don't want to play a game. Oh, please. Who's the most well-groomed? Well, you. Henry? Charlie Hunnam, I think. Hmm. Have you seen... I mean, I've been admiring your hair all morning. Have you? I started the day with a man bun and tried to convince everyone that that's the direction I was going to take today and was swiftly disabused of that notion. Really? They yeah. shot down the man bun? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to follow your bliss, you know? Yeah. The most foul mouth. <laughs> you. Yeah. Ow, oh, Oh, yeah. It was shocking. I had to ask her to leave sometimes. Is that true, Lady Mary? Might be. <laughs> <laughs> she is a feisty one. But let's get back to the topic of matchmaking. Nichelle, a lot of love connections have been made right where you're standing, girl. Rachel, you wouldn't even believe it. There was just an engagement right over here just a couple minutes ago. It was so sweet. The happiest place on earth can actually be the most romantic as well. John Stamos popped the question to his wife, Caitlin, here, and who could forget when Mariah and Nick went full Disney royalty to renew their vows? But once you're together, how do you continue to keep that romance alive? Well, for those of you in need of a little help in that department, tonight's Thursday with Matthew Hussey is on the case. Today, we are talking about how to maintain the fire in your relationship. Number one, be someone who's excited about life. We all love being around people who bring out our excitement in life by the way they react to things. Oh my God! A baby! They get excited about the small things, a good meal, a great sunset. When we're around them, we enjoy life more. Be that for your partner. Number two, be the enigma. Maybe he's an enigma. A mystery wrapped in a riddle. This means growing and evolving constantly. Read new books, take on new activities, do things that show that you're not static in life. If you've always wanted to do a dance class, go do a dance class. You'll come back home, your partner will go, wait a minute, you don't dance. And then you'll say, I do now. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's all about right there. Yeah. Number three, never stop flirting. We do this in the early stages, and then one day in our relationships, we decide it's time to be in long-term mode. That's the death of a relationship. It's certainly the death of attraction and desire. Catch them off guard and flirt with them in all sorts of different moments. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> and lastly, 
vary up your communication. In relationships, we get into these patterns. If you always call them at eight o'clock when you finish work, call them at 11 a.m. when you're at work and tell them you love them and you miss them. Vary up your communication. Fantana. <laughs> Just like you, your partner is growing and evolving in real time. So ask them questions to get to know who they are today. I'm gonna let the married lady take that one. You guys I'm gonna say, together. how much money's in your bank account today? <laughs> that's what I wanna know, and that's what everyone should know. You Whatever. are so crazy. But here's one thing that I do hope your partner never evolves into. Listen what happened to Charlize Theron during a date in her 20s. We started kissing and it was really good. And, and then he pulled away and whispered, make out with my nose. Right. So I gave him like a little peck on the nose. Uh -huh. And he was like, no, make out with it. <laughs> I've never been a nose gal, you know? I, it's a lot. Yeah, almost, let's go, let's move on, it's yeah, too weird. Time for some E.T. birthdays. Which famous dancer has received Emmy, Golden Globe, and Tony Award nominations? Is it Paul Abdul, Debbie Allen, or Derek Hough? Who knows? The answer when we come back. <laughs> oh my God, the nose jokes. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Tomorrow on ET, Betty White turns 98. If you ask me, I'll do it. <laughs> Our star-studded celebration for Hollywood's legendary Golden Girl. Then, the ladies of Knott's Landing together again. <laughs> Only E.T. is there for their epic reunion and TV comeback. Who would you bring in now? Brad Pitt. <laughs> Tomorrow on E.T. In our E.T. birthdays, which famous dancer has received Emmy, Golden Globe, and Tony Award nominations? That is Debbie Allen, okay. who turned 70 today. She's actually won three Emmys and a Globe. Speaking of great dance moves, Mickey and Minnie, thank you so much for joining us today. This was such a treat. Oh, listen at that. Look at that throwback there. Hey, by the way, do you guys have time to take me on Star Wars Rise of the Resistance? I want to get on it before the crowd, before it opens tomorrow, because I know everybody loves it already in Florida, right? We do. Yeah. I, it was pretty scary. She was a scaredy cat, but I'm going to make her go with me again. Yes, I will. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> if you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.